hello everyone welcome 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 hope you guys are having a great day on today I'm grateful to be here on tonight Hey everyone, welcome to Eve Talk. I am your sis Mikey, and I'm absolutely grateful to be here on tonight. Um, you know how we do it. I'm not going to prolong the time. I'm going to get on here and do what I need to do and uh, get off. Uh, we're going to hit these declarations. We're going to be speaking over our life. We're going to be saying what God is saying about our life. And uh, we're going to line our life up with the word of God. And so we're going to go ahead and um, do our declarations on tonight. And um, I declare that God will create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. I declare to offer my body as a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable is my reasonable act of worship. I declare as I confess my sin, God is faithful and just to forgive me and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I declare that I will not conform to the patterns of this world. I declare that my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit and God dwells in me. I declare that I am pure in heart and I will see God. I declare that the Lord knows the character of those who seek his face. Those are our declarations for tonight. You know that I will put them down at the bottom of the chat. And uh, let's get on to our topic today. Our topic is decoding the heart, decoding the heart. Let me make sure that you guys can hear me on tonight. I want to make sure. You know how you know I'll be getting on here and then you can't hear me. Oh yeah, y'all can hear me. So um I want to we want to talk about the topic on tonight. It's called in decoding the heart. Decoding the heart. Um decoding the heart uh on the medical side will be a doctor doing a non in a non-invasive uh procedure to figure out what what's going on with the patient's heart, whether the patient is having um, normal or abnormal heart rates or to find out whether the heart is overworking or uh, getting overworked by something uh, that's causing it. Um, and most doctors use something simple. It's a, it's a normal procedure, but it's a simple procedure called a ECG. It's an electrocardiogram electrocardiogram, which is one of the most simplest, fastest tests used to evaluate the heart. And even though um, this particular ECG is not uh, painful, the results can be shocking um, to find out what all is going on with the heart. You know, our hearts um, can hide things from us. And so today, um, if you know anything about me, I'm all about um, working on myself you know most of the time we spend a lot of time focusing on other people we focus on our enemies but i am one of those people that like to focus on my 
focus on me sometimes, see what the problem is with me. And so we're talking about the heart and we're talking about decoding the heart and using um, doctors use uh, ECG to do that. And so we're going to use an ECG, but it's not going to be the same as the doctor. <laughs> uh, if you know me, you know that um, I like to work on myself. I like to evaluate myself. I like to become the best version of myself that I can possibly be. And, you know, last week we talked about winning. We talked about us being the body of Christ. When I win, you win. When I learn something about something that makes me be a better person, I want to share it because I want I want to see other people win too. And so the same thing for tonight is about the heart. We be working on our mind, our confessions, what we speaking, what we're thinking. And tonight we want to work on our hearts. We got to work on this heart. It's not just our minds, but we got some heart issues. And so, of course, if I work on my heart, I'm going to want you to work on your heart. So we're going to talk about decoding the heart um, and what that means for us. Um, and it's time for us to evaluate ourselves. We can't take long periods of time to evaluate our hearts. Like we have to evaluate our hearts consistently. Um, I have some questions for you tonight. You don't have to answer my questions. You can if you want to. You can put them down at the bottom of the chat if you just want to be very um, vulnerable, if you want to be very transparent, if you want to be just very um, uh, uh, in tune with what I'm going to ask you on tonight. So I do have some questions. My first question is, what do you believe about your own heart? What do you believe about your own heart? And my second question is, what do you believe Jesus would find in your heart if he was to if he was to evaluate it? Mm. Think really hard about that. My two questions is, what do you believe about your own heart? What do you what do you believe about your own heart? And my second question is, what do you believe Jesus would say about your heart if he was to evaluate it? Those are some really, really deep questions. And I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I'm going to be just, this, this is kind of a raw topic. Like, I'm going to be really honest in, about these questions. Most people will say that their hearts are good because that's what we want to believe about ourselves, right? Um, but what if I told you something different? What if I told you that your heart wasn't as good as you thought it is? What if I tell you that if Jesus evaluated your heart, he will find some things that will shock you? Remember in the beginning, I told you that sometimes that when these doctors do these uh, invasive, uh, non-invasive type of procedures on people's heart, the, the, the actual testing is painless, but the results are shocking. Like, just with us, when God goes and search our hearts, the things that he pulls up out of our hearts will shock us. What if I told you that our hearts had the ability to deceive us? People don't like to have this conversation because we have this mentality that we got it all together and we perfect people. We're far from that. The Bible says we're as filthy rags in his eyesight. Like even on our good day, we still as filthy rags. What if I tell you not only do your heart deceive you, but it will that it will hide the things that are abnormal that shouldn't be in there? What if I tell you that your heart is wicked? What if I told you that? So today, what we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about decoding the heart. Decoding the heart is very vital for every believer, for every believer. 
We must have regular heart checks. We must, we must. Just like anything else, like we get our teeth done, like we go to the dentist, like we go and have annual, annual physical. Females have annual, uh, uh, annual for their for their women, womanhood. Uh, men should have the same thing. What if I tell you that that's the same thing that consists in our life when it comes to our heart? We have to have regular heart checks because there's risk at factors. We have risk factors. We have things at risk if we don't check our hearts. So if you think I'm playing, let me go to the scriptures. Now, I, you know, I'm a girl with the word. I'm a girl with the word. And I'm just going to read the scriptures to let you know what God is saying about our hearts. In Jeremiah 17 and 9, it says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? That phrase desperately wicked is from the King James Version. Some modern translations use other words such as beyond cure. <laughs> Desperately sick, the Hebrew Hebrew word translate desperately wicked has the idea of terminal and incurable illness. That's how sick our hearts can become if we don't if we don't decode the heart, if we don't check on our hearts, if we don't do heart checks. The Bible is saying in Jeremiah that our heart is desperately wicked above and above all things who can discern it our hearts are deceitful and desperately wicked and if we look at the hebrew rule and the translation of it it says uh, our hearts are terminally incurable illness so checking our heart on a spiritual level is very very vital for life it's very vital for the life of the people that are connected to us so why is it that we don't we don't check our hearts it could be because we're self-righteous and we're walking around in pride and arrogance that we won't take out the opportunity to seek our own hearts. There's another scripture in Romans. Actually, you can read the book of Romans from chapter one to chapter three. And it, I'm going to read one and I'm not going to read all of it, but I'm going to read what it says. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, depravity. They are full of envy murder it's not just a physical murder like we're not just shooting and killing like like stabbing people but we can murder people with our actions in our mouth like what we say against them uh strife always deceit malice they are gospel slanders god haters insult arrogant boastful they invent ways to do evil this is what god is saying about us this ain't the world <laughs> Let me get this straight. This ain't the world. This is the church he's talking to. He said they um they disobey disobey their parents. They have no understanding. Have you ever met somebody that have absolutely no understanding? It's a heart issue. Um no love, no mercy. And though they knew God, they know God righteous decree. They that um that those who search things deserve death. They only continue to do these very things, but also approve those who practice them. Not only do we do them, but we start approving other people that do it because they do what we do. So we think what we do is right. So we approve them. God said we need to have a heart check. We got to have a heart check. Decoding the heart is what we're talking about today. 
So we're going to have, remember I talked about the ECG. I never told you what the meaning was of the ECG spiritually. So we're going to have a, uh, a spiritual ECG. Our ECG stands for entrusting a credible God to check our hearts. That's what our ECG means. We, we're going to entrust a credible God, a God that won't lie to us, a, lie, a God that can't bring no wrong results, a God that report is going to be true, honest, a God that, that can tell us the beginning and the end, a God that can search our hearts, the God that can look in our hearts and see all the hidden things that we don't even know that's there. Hey, we got to be very very humble to walk in humility to know that we don't even know our own hearts. There have been many times in my life personally that God has revealed things that was in my heart that I had no idea even was, was there. So we're going to trust this spiritual ECG. That's it. Entrusting, God, uh, entrusting a credible God to check our hearts on tonight. We need a heart check. Tell yourself, I need a heart check. Be, be, Pure enough in your own self to say, yes, I, I, yes, me. Yes, Mikey, Mikey. Yes, nobody else. We can't point the finger at nobody else. We're not looking at our enemies tonight. We're not, not looking what the, the naysayers say. We're not looking at nobody else but us. We are the man in the mirror. We are tonight. We are the man in the mirror. We are the one that looking at ourselves. We are the one that's going to lay prostrate before God. We are the ones that's going to tell God, have your way. Why? Because we want God to decode our hearts. We want to find out what's in there. And we want to get rid of some things that will cause us to have heart failure on down the line. Will cause us to wreck up our own homes and our own relationship. The, uh, the things that will cause us to become not only spiritual sick, but physically sick, mentally, emotionally sick. Let me tell you, a typical person do not deal with their own heart issues until it's too late. I mean, they're in the last stages. I mean, like last stages. That's why we, amongst the black community, we don't go seek help. We don't go and speak to somebody and talk to someone. And I, I guarantee most of us, 99.9% .9 of us have experienced trauma in our life. And how many of us have went back to the trauma that we experienced in our childhood and actually dealt with it? See, our heart issue ain't just started now. Our heart, our heart, uh, heart issue started in our traumas. And so we have the responsibility to go back into those moments and look at all the things that happened to our hearts. And then we wait to the last minute when we didn't destroy our family. We don't have a relationship with our kids. And if we the relationship is not healthy, we don't have any friends anymore. We didn't ran them all off. We, we can't even communicate. We, we don't have a relationship with our sisters, our siblings. We don't have a relationship with our parents. Why? Because we have heart issues. We have heart. We don't just have. It's just not in our minds. Some of this stuff and got in our hearts. Some of this stuff been in our hearts and you have to be careful of the things that when the enemy gets our hearts, it's all over. At least if our heart's right, we can have some type of control over our minds because our mind, our hearts and our mind is going to be in battle because that's not in my heart. And you have to understand not only when we have heart issues, our heart is connected to our soul. And not only do we have to have heart work, we have to work on our heart issues, then we got to have soul work. 
because some of this stuff has been there so long and we have not dealt with it that it didn't enter into our soul. All because we have neglect, neglected ourselves. I know I can't say y'all know my tongue tied. Don't y'all laugh at me. The spiritual responsibility to have God decode our hearts. Let me tell you some of the heart diseases that most people have. Most people ignore these type of heart disease, heart diseases. Broken heart. Broken heart. Who broke your heart? Who was the first person that broke your heart? How did you heal from that broken heart? I, most people never healed from never healed from that broken heart. Whether it was a de uh, deceased father, or he was an absentee father, or a deceased mother, or she was an absentee mother, what broke your heart? Who broke your heart? Who didn't protect you? What did you do to heal from that broken heart? Another thing, we have a fearful heart. We are scared the things that happened in our past is going to happen now. We can't even move forward. We can't have a healthy relationship because we're fearful that the thing that happened to us once will happen to us again. Heart issues. Angry. I have, people are so angry. You can tell the way they talk. You can tell the way they act in, uh, in arguments and dispute. We can have a healthy disagreement. But some people get art. And let me tell you, it's different types of art, anger. People completely stop talking to you because they angry. <laughs> Some people don't actually attack you with um, um, uh, with their words. Some people will disconnect you in an anger that is considered to be a, more of a narcissistic type of way, more of a manipulative type of way, more of a, a, a passive aggressive type way, but it's still considered to be anger. Don't get it twisted. Because people think because they're not saying nothing, they be calling, I'm protecting my peace. No, you're not taking accountability. You're not protecting your peace. You're acting in a narcissistic type way because you don't want to take accountability. Anger issues, anger, hopelessness, because our heart been broken, because we're fearful, and because we're angry, we're having heart issues and hopelessness. Don't feel like things going to ever work out for us. Don't think that life going to ever get better because we never did dealt with the other heart issues that we have. Hardened heart. If you if, People don't like to talk about their hearts, but our hearts become hard when we continue to have a broken heart, when we operate in a fearful heart, when we operate in an anger heart, when something is being said and done to us over and over and over again, our heart become hard. Not only do our heart become hardened against other people, our heart can become hardened against God. When God didn't make a way when we thought he should have, when God didn't bring us out like we thought he should have, our heart become hard. Not on that, but disobedient heart. The things that you wanted to do in your younger days is not affecting you in your, your, your future. Your heart had become because of your disobedient heart and you never dealt with that. So you feel hopeless. You feel hangry. You feel fearful and you feel broken. Not on that, but your heart has become numb. Somebody can break your heart so bad and you can experience trauma after trauma after trauma after trauma and your heart become numb. numb. And not only that, you can experience death. Death can make you become grief. Grief in itself, not just someone dying, but something in your relationship with somebody else will call you to become your heart to become numb and sin. We can't forget about sin. We can't forget about sin. We all sin. We all fall short of the glory of God. All of us. And that make you have heart issues. So we want to talk about what reveals what's in our hearts. What reveals what's in your heart? 
What, what is it that God uses to reveal what's in your heart? I'm a, the first thing that I know that God uses in our hearts is circumstances. To reveal, nothing can reveal your heart more than a circumstance. It'll show you how saved you really are. You want to you want to know how many times I didn't fail? Multiple times. Multiple. Circumstances will prove what's in your heart. Circumstances. Circumstances. It'll it'll prove what's in your heart. It'll prove you it's as mature as you think you are. It'll prove it'll um it'll reveal if you fall alone, then what you think you are, it'll reveal if you still private. It'll reveal if you haven't forgiven it. Circumstances. God used circumstances to reveal things to us. Not only that, but he he also used our character. Some of us got a lot of character flaws. And he's revealing what's in your heart through your character. Who you are when nobody's, are you really honest? Can somebody really trust you to be honest and tell the truth? Are you a trustworthy person? Are you a messy person? Are you a person that talk about all your friends? Are you a person that talk about everybody? Who are you in character? Can you be honest? Can you be trusted? Are you liable? Are you dependable? Not only that, but God reveals our heart through our mouth. The Bible said out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. You ain't just said it because you was mad. You could tell that to somebody else. You said it because you meant it. It was in your heart. That's how you really feel. That's what your heart is revealing. How you really feel. What's in your heart. Now you just didn't say it because you was mad. You said it because it was real to you. That's how you feel. God uses our mouth to reveal what's in our hearts. Our mouth is revealing what's in our heart. Not only that, but his word. And you have to be careful with the word of God. Because the word of God can be tricky. Not only can it. Can it your heart be open through the word of God, but your your heart can be exposed through the word of God. God uses His word to expose our heart to see how uh, uh, to see how self righteous we are, to see how judgmental we are, to see how wicked we are, to see how uh, pride and arrogant we are, to see that we uh, self righteous, that we self centered, that we disobedient. God will reveal to us and expose our heart through His word. Have you ever read God's word and it just Blew you away to find out that you needed him more than you thought you needed him. That you need to repent more than that you thought that you all that you already repented. You need to repent some more because his word not only opens our heart, but it exposes our heart. So what are the warning signs? What are the warning signs of our broken heart, our heart issues, a lack of understanding? We read that in the scripture. Have you ever heard? Have you ever had a communication with somebody that did not have a lick of understanding? They understand it was whack. They don't want to understand because they got heart issues. They don't want to really know the truth because they have heart issues. They're not trying to understand because they don't care. They got heart issues. Somebody that's bitter in resentment. You can tell because it's all over you. How you carry yourself, how you act, how you talk. When people describe you, they describe you as being bitter and, and, and resentful. Like angry and mean and no life isolation you'll start seeing people uh, uh go like i'm not fooling with nobody no more now i, I I'm, I'm i'm gonna stay to myself yeah you got heart issues boo <laughs> god ain't separated you for a good cause you separated yourself you isolated yourself because you got heart issues 
They ain't got nothing to do with God. God ain't got nothing to do with that situation. You don't want to fix yourself. You don't want to do nothing for your own heart. And because you don't want to do it, you'd rather go there and be in isolation and, and stay in your own stinking mess because you got heart issues. Not only that, people that seek revenge. Seek revenge. Have you ever seen somebody always trying to get back at somebody and they be spiteful? They'll do it and know it's wrong and do it anyway. Revengeful. Heart issues. You got heart issues. Heart issues. Refusing to forgive. I just can't forgive them for what they did to me. They, they, they now I can't forgive them. I, I, I can't, I, baby, I've seen so many people do that. Uh, uh, it's too deep the way they did me. Uh, 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 I, I can't even see myself forgiving them, but you want God to forgive you for all the stuff that you, you done did and the stuff that you in right now? Heart issues. We're talking about decoding the heart. God is revealing the heart to us so that we can see all the things, all these abnormalities, why we can't get it together, why we can't move forward, why we feel stuck because we got heart issues. Indifference. You ain't different. You indifferent. You do it on the purpose. You try to make something out of nothing because you indifferent. You're not different. It's a difference than being different and indifferent. You making up stuff just to cause chaos. Not only that, but pride. Pride. I've never seen so many prideful people. And you're not even, let me, let me let you on something. You're not even really hiding anything. People already see. <laughs> people really be thinking they hiding stuff. Baby, people be up on you, discerning who you are and what you're doing and how your life feels because you show, you got all the warning signs. You ain't hiding nothing, ain't nothing disclosed because eventually these symptoms going to show up. And not only are you going to be able to see them, but everybody sees them. Not only that, but refuse to accept godly counsel. When you refuse somebody that want to give you something that's right and you reject it, you got heart issues. It ain't about that person. It's about you. It's about your heart. It's about what you don't want to do to make yourself better. And sometimes those type of people, you got to disconnect from those type of people. Sometimes you got to disconnect. But people that want to be better, they're going to work on themselves. I want to be better. I don't want to look. I don't want God to look at me and call my heart desperately wicked. I don't want that. I don't want that. I want I want to have the right heart towards God. I want him to be. I want to be pleasing in his sight. This is for Christians. If you're a Christian, this is for you. This ain't for the world. God is working on us. The Bible said, work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling. Why? Because you barely making it. Can't nobody talk about nobody. Because we have to work out our own soul salvation. In fear and trembling. Because we, it's a fight. It's a fight to be right. It's a fight to get ourselves right. Not to be right, but to get ourselves right. Because we got to die to the flesh. Sometimes our heart has to die to live and pump again the way that it should. So what is our responsibility to a healthy heart? We have to learn how to eat right. We have to learn how to eat right. Well, so what are we eating, Mikey? We're going to eat the word of God. But the Bible said man shall not live. If you want to live, you're going to have to eat right for your heart. The Bible said man shall not live. Live. If you want to live, you're going to have to eat right. You're going to have to eat the word of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. You can keep chewing on that bread if you want to, 
You're going to be malnutrition. You're not going to have all the nutrients in your body and you're not going to look healthy. And not only are you not going to look healthy, you're not going to be healthy. You have to eat the word of God. We have we have to make a conscious decision that every day I'm going to eat right. I'm going to eat the word of God. I'm, God said that it, when in, when he started um, dealing with the, uh, the children of Israel heart, he began to write on the tablets of their hearts. Somebody need to ask God, please, God. Please, God, write on the tablets of my heart. I don't want to sin against you, and I don't want to sin against others. Write, create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit. And work on my heart, Jesus. I want my heart to be better. I want it to pump right. I want it to live right. I want my heart to be pleasing in your sight. God, work on the inside of me. We're so busy working on the outside of us. We are, we're so busy trying to put on this front like we got it all together. But I will be a living testimony and sacrifice for God. God, God, make me over again. Those are my prayers. God, I want to be right. I want to be right in your sight. I want to live right. I want to act right. I want to talk right. I want my heart right. I want my mind right. Whatever you have to do, enemy Jesus, please do it. Why? Because I want to be pleasing in your sight. Decode my heart, God. Find those things that's in my heart that's not like you. Not only that, we have to have regular checks up. Check up. You need to check up with God. God, search me. Because the way I'm feeling about this situation, I need you to search me. We need to be honest. We need to have an honest and open dialogue with Jesus Christ himself and tell him we need a checkup, a regular checkup. Not every once in a while, because life demands that we have regular checkups. Regular. Not only that, but we have to commit to open our hearts. God is not going to, he's not going to pry our, our hearts open. We have to open ourselves, tell God to come in his room. What room? The rooms of our hearts. God, come in my room. You can have your way. We welcome you in here. You don't have to ask if you are welcome here. We're telling you that you're welcome in our hearts, God. We make room for you in our hearts today, God, because we want our hearts to be well, God. We want our hearts to pump like they should, God. We want our hearts to be clean and pure, Lord. We open ourselves up to you, Father. This ain't about nobody else crying out, but this is about our own cry out to God, about ourselves, about our hearts. Open my heart. Um, what's her name? She sings her, open my heart. This uh, what is her name? Oh, I open up my heart. Who is her name? I forgot her name. But anyway, she talks about opening our hearts up, opening her heart up to God. Who is willing today to open their hearts up to God? Will God come back for you and your heart is right towards him? He's coming for the temple. This, the body, the spirit, the soul, the heart, the mind. He's coming for those things. He's looking for those things. Not only that, but we must have a consistent prayer in worship. What, how much time do you, I'm, I'm time, all my time enforcement, I'm almost done anyway. Um, consistent prayer. Make time for God in prayer and worship. I'm telling you, God has revealed some mighty things to me about me. I'm not ashamed of my stuff. I tell you everything. I ain't ashamed of it because I'm glad that he revealed it to me. I'm glad that I'm getting better and better each day. I'm glad that he's working on my heart. Consistent prayer and worship. When you get into prayer, you can't stay in prayer. You begin to worship him. You begin to tell him, thank you, Lord God, for being good. Thank you, Lord, for loving me past my sins. Thank you that you've been better to me than I've been to myself. Thank you, Lord God, that you didn't turn your back on me when my heart was wicked. Thank you, Lord God, that you didn't 
uh, did not pull me out of the bottomless pit when I, because my heart was wicked, Lord God, but you helped me out of it. You begin to worship God because he's a good God. He's a kind God and he's a merciful God. He do all things well in us. And so when you begin to pray to him, you just can't stay in prayer because you'll be saying, thank you, Lord. Nobody does it like you. Nobody defeat the situations and circumstances in our life like you. Nobody can make us better like you can. Not on that, but we must have a repentful heart. This is this is our responsibility for our healthy heart. We must have a repentful heart. Some things we don't know. That's why we ask God to reveal them. Reveal what's in my heart. Lord, we ask that you will forgive us of the sin of omission as well as the uh, sins of commission. Word, thoughts, and deed. My thoughts, God, be wrong. My, my actions be wrong. Not only that, but we must accept wise counsel. These are the responsibilities, just like God has given us doctors. God has given us spiritual uh, teachers and preachers and prophets that can tell us if, if they pray and they, and they have a relationship with us and God revealed them some things, we need to accept those things. And if we search our hearts, most of the times, nine times out of 10, we'll find out that they are true. We ain't talking about the stuff that these prophets, prophets and prophetesses be lying about. We ain't talking about the new house and the new car and the million dollars. We're not talking about that because I don't see God giving you that in your heart is wicked. I don't see that because when he talk about blessings, he talking about us lining up with his word. He's talking about the only way we can get to those blessings is to obey his commands, obey his laws. We must accept wise counseling. What do God use to restore our hearts? Well, I'm going to go through this really, really fast. Um, he revives our, our spirits and our hearts when they are low. Um, it says, for this is what the high exalted one says. He who lives forever, whose name is holy, I live in the high and holy place. But also with the one who is contrite and low in spirit, lowly in spirit, to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. When our hearts are contrite. When our hearts, when we have a, when we have a heart that has turned back to God, God said he'll revive us. That's what God do when he restores our heart. He revives us. And then the other thing, even when we feel alone, Jesus is, will always be by our side. He, so he keeps your lives free from the love of money and being content with what you have. Because he said, never will I leave you nor I forsake you. God restores our hearts, but not leaving us. He ain't gonna never leave us. He is not capable of leaving us. How can a God that's omnipresent leave us? He's everywhere. He's everywhere. He cannot, he cannot leave us. He builds hope and us a future, a new future. Jeremiah 23 and 11 says, for well, he knows the plans that he thinks towards us, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper us, not to harm us. Plans to give us a hope in the future. My last one is, well, I got two more. Jesus Christ provides an everlasting peace for his children. How he restores our hearts and heal our hearts, he gives us peace. He provides an everlasting peace. That's why the songwriter says that the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. John 14, 27 said, peace I live with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. Cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. It's 1 Peter 5 and 7. And then my last one, 
Oh, I said it's my lesson. God will give you a renewed mind. We talked about the mind being renewed. In order for us to win, we have to have a renewed mind. Not only do we have to have a renew, renewed mind, we have to have a renewed heart. The renewed mind allows us to see more clearly. The clarity allows us to be better, to make better decisions, to follow the path of God. Romans 12 and 2 says, do not conform to the patterns of this word, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what is God's will. He is good and his good and pleasing and perfect will. That's what God's word says. And not only that, when God restore our hearts and heal our hearts, he wipe away our tears. I hadn't shed a lot of tears before y'all, but God will wipe away our tears. His plans for us were about our spirits are restored. And he are and we are free from emotional pain. God has plans for us with our spirits and our hearts and to restore them for we are free from emotional pain. Revelation says he will wipe away every tear from our eyes and doubt shall not be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, no crying, no more pain for the former things have passed away. That's what God want to give us. He want to wipe away our tears. We, we talked about decoding our hearts. God is the only person that they can decode our hearts. He's the only person that can reveal everything in our hearts. And so we have a responsibility. I hope this lesson been a blessing to you. I like working on myself. I like doing the work. I like God showing me. And sometimes, y'all, God will blow us to show us the things that are in our hearts. But it's for our good. It is for our good. God do these things for us. Our good It's for our good. He's not trying to hurt us. He's trying to heal us. And I hope this decoding heart has been a blessing to you. If this have blessed your whole life, give some, hey, share this with somebody. Share it with some loved ones. Share it with some people that need to work on their heart. This is only to focus on us. Only to focus on us. What God, what God want to do, what our responsibilities are what God reveals about us. I hope you've been blessed. Listen, this is a, this is an on-time word. I feel this word in my spirit. Do you hear me? I feel this for myself. Like I do evaluations. I check on myself. And most of the time, like, honestly, I'm very hard on myself, but I'm glad that I have the mindset to want to do better. Because I want the people around me to do better. Remember, when you win, the people that connect to you win as well. I hope you, that you guys been blessed. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name on tonight. We thank you for all things. We thank you for being good. We thank you for being kind. We thank you for being merciful. We thank you, Lord God, that you are God that will never allow us to continue in the same way that you are God or reveal. You will reveal the things of our hearts. You reveal the things of our mind. You reveal these things so that we can become better, Lord. We declare that we want to become better than you. We accept your, uh, we accept your, uh, your, uh, your rebuke. We, we accept your clarity of what you're showing us, Lord God. We don't disobey your word, Lord God, but we want to walk in your goodness, Father. We want our heart to be pure. We want our heart uh, heart to be turned over to you, Lord God. And we pray that you will come in our hearts, the rooms of our hearts, God, and that you will have your way. We no longer hide our hearts from you, Lord God, but we open ourselves to you, Lord God, so that you can do the work in us, Father, that you can teach us, that you can show us, Lord, more than anything, Lord God, that you can write on the hearts of our tablet, the tables of our hearts, God, your word. 
your word so that we won't sin against you. Your word so that we won't sin against ourselves. And your word so that we won't sin against others. God, we thank you for this word on tonight. We pray that it do not fall on stony hearts, God. But we pray, Lord God, that this word be nourished with action. That we put forth actions in our own life. That we focus on us so that you can be pleasing it. So that we can be pleasing in your sight. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. We pray for those that don't know you, Lord God, and those might hear this word. We pray that you will prick at their hearts, God. That you will soften up their heart. That you will turn their heart of stone to a heart of flesh, Lord. And that they will open up to you and they will confess, Lord God. We ask for forgiveness for our sins of omission and commission. Word, thoughts, words, and deeds and actions, Lord God. We ask for forgiveness. The things that we don't know and the things that we do. We call our sins the way you call them. We look at them the way you look at them. We don't say that we repent because we got caught. We say that we repent, we repent because we're remorseful. We're sorry about what we've done. Lord. And so we thank you, Lord God, and we give your name praise. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. And thank God. I will tell you, sis, be wise, have understanding, walk in wisdom, create your own boldness, and seek your own change. I thank you guys for joining me tonight. Let me get on here and see who all on here tonight. Um, let me see. I see my family on here. I see my friend on here. Hey, friend. I see my cousin on here. My cousin, um, Glenn. I see my, my bestie on here, Regina. I see um, my other cousin, Darren Way. What's up, fam? I see my Annie on here. I see my cousin, Betty, on here. I see my classmate, Elijah, on here. Thank you. Um, we all need this heart check. Entrusting in a credible God to check our hearts. You better say that again, friend. Put that in the thank you for putting that in the chat, friend. We thank y'all for I thank y'all for joining me on tonight. That's all I have tonight. Hey, take this word, go sit with this word. This weekend, get off to yourself and go sit with this word. Go sit and talk to God about your heart. Let God reveal something so that you can be better for yourself, you can be better for your family. And listen, we have to understand some diseases are passed down. Some diseases are hereditary. Thank you, God, for putting that on my heart. Don't let your heart disease pass down to your children. Don't let your heart disease pass down from generation to generation to generation. God is, is, the, is God has given us a responsibility for us to allow him to decode our hearts. I love you guys. Y'all stay blessed. Um, if I, I'm hoping that I get to see y'all next week. Next week is my off week, but I wanted to um, support Autism Month. And if I do, I have a special guest, but I'll let y'all know by Sunday. If not, y'all have a blessed day. Y'all have a blessed weekend. I hope y'all enjoyed y'all Resurrection Sunday. I hope y'all found something new in God. I know I did. The things that God revealed to me through his word was awesome. I'm grateful. I have nothing else. I love y'all. I didn't keep y'all too long. I love y'all. Peace out. And I'll see y'all on the first, second, third Thursday of each month. I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for always supporting me. Be blessed. Good night.